Hi, and welcome to Beyond Breakthroughs, where we discuss everything related to business growth, spirituality, manifestation, and all things universal laws. I'm your host, Adele Tevlin, founder and creator of the CEO Blueprint, helping women create massive abundance in their life and business on their terms, free from burnout with absolutely no grinding over here. Let's get into today's episode. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. I am your fearless leader, Adele Tevlin. (laughs) Thought I'd introduce myself that way. Um, And it actually goes well with the title of today's podcast, which is Authenticity is the Currency of the Future. Authenticity is the Currency of the Future. So I've been saying that tagline for the last year. I brought it up in Morning Mindset Club. I brought it up on in different conversations I've had with different people. I think I brought it up in the podcast I did with my dear friend, uh, Brittany, CEO. We talked about leadership and the, the future of leadership, the, the idea of divine feminine leadership, the idea of authentic leadership. And we've talked about this word authenticity a lot. And I wanted to kind of dig a little bit deeper into why people struggle so much to be authentic. Like, why are we even talking about authenticity? Like, why isn't authenticity just the mode of being for people? Like, why are we so afraid to be authentic? And the word authenticity really is, the the definition, the meaning is to be able to be ourselves, to be oneself, to be true to yourself, to be be who you are, fully self-expressed, fully self-expressed, the good, the bad, the ugly, the great, the not so great, the, the quirky, the serious, the controlling, all the things. Why are we not able to just be authentic? Why do we, why do we hide ourselves? Why do we wear these masks? This has been the question that I've been asking myself for years. You know, I've been studying human behavior since my days back at McGill. I don't want to date myself, but uh, that was uh, 1997, I believe. <laughs> Um, anyway, long times ago, back, back when the dinosaurs ruled the earth, when I went to McGill, I was studying human behavior. I am, my background is in human behavior and neuropsychology, neuroscience, the study of the mind, psychology, NLP, CBT, all the things, DBT, inner child therapy. I've been doing this work for a really long time. And I think the reason I've been always so fascinated with this work is because at the deepest core, the question for me has always been, why do we hide who we really are? Why do we feel like we have to wear these masks, these ideal masks or images of ourselves? We can't really show who we are now. I mean, with with the advent of social media and the fact that, you know, you've got Instagram and Snapchat and all the things, right? Like, I don't even know all the things, but we have all the things. We have Facebook. We have all these platforms for people to, to see us. But the truth is, is that we don't often really show who we really are on these platforms, we show what I call the highlight reel, right? Like, oh, this is me on my yacht and this is me, you know, this is me here and this is me here. We don't often share on social media, this is me having a breakdown and this is me having a fight with my partner and this is me struggling with an eating disorder and this is me feeling really depressed and anxious and alone and this is me having, uh, you know, an issue with my child and this is me struggling with my finances. Like, we we don't really share the truth. We share the highlight reel. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I'm saying like, obviously, you know, we're not going to share all of our guts out to the world, but it does pose the question, why are we so afraid to be ourselves? And I wanted to take you down a little bit of a journey for, for why we're afraid to be ourselves so that this might 
give you some a source of of insight and healing and really start to look and talk about this idea that as we move forward in life with everything going on in the world over the last three, four years, that authenticity really is the currency of the future. That we do actually as human beings gravitate so much to the people that are authentic. Like I get messages in my DMs all the time. And I mean, I'm kind of a lot, you know, like <laughs> I'm quirky. I, you know, I'm myself and I wasn't always myself. And we'll talk about that. But the more myself I am, the more I get people in my DMs every day being like, oh my God, I love your authenticity. I love how natural you are on camera. I love how you're just yourself. I resonate so deeply with you because I'm imperfect. I'm imperfect and I don't need to be perfect anymore. I used to need to be perfect. And now the freedom I have is that I could just be me and I'm perfectly imperfect. Like I don't need to have my hair done and my makeup did and all the things. And I have my own quirks and I have my own insecurities and I don't post everything with the best filter. And I don't, you know, always have to be like in the best position to take a picture and all the things. I'm just like, this is me. If you were to actually meet me in my daily life, like I would be pretty much the same person. Like, honestly, like my friends who know me well could vouch that like how I present myself on social media or in my podcasts or my classes is if you were to have coffee with me face to face, you wouldn't really know the difference. But I wasn't always this way. So why are we afraid to be authentic? So if you look back in, in your timeline of when you were a kid, and we've talked so much about this, especially if you've been in any of my works like the CEO Blueprint and done any of my foundational programs, we talk about that as children children are intuitive. We pick up on body language and energy from our parents and our whole premise, our whole mode of, opera, uh, of operating as a child is to stay alive, to stay safe, to stay connected to our caregivers because we intuitively know as children, even as young babies, that we need to be in connection with our caregivers to stay alive. So from a very early age, and I'm not going to go into this too deep in this episode because if you really want to dive deep in this work, um, that'll be for a later time. You can also go back in some of my podcasts and I go deeper into conscious, conscious mind and all this stuff. But here I want to talk more about the connection that we build with our caregivers. And that connection is primal. It's, it's literally, it happens in the entire animal kingdom. It's like the little calf comes out of its mommy and the bear, the little cub is born and you connect to, to source, which is your, your, your mom. It's the food supply. It's the life source and your dad to stay alive. So kids do this and we, we go into connection with our parents, but we also recognize as children, children are, I mean, this is studied in child psychology. Like children know how to morph almost in this very intelligent way into becoming who their parents need them to be for their parents to feel safe and comfortable as well. And this develops even more in teenage years, in young adolescence, where we wear these masks, we become a version of ourselves so that we stay in, in connection with the people around us. Now it becomes our peer group. So it starts in infancy where you become shy or quiet because that's what your parents told you you needed to be, or you become a certain way. I'm going to be this way to be safe. I'm going to be the good girl to be loved. And then you become more of that or a different version of that in your young adolescence because now your peer group, you're conforming to whatever it is that the peer group, you're the funny one because the funny one is what gets you attention or maybe that's how you stayed safe as a child. So what, by the time people come into my work, I mean, and this was me like a thousand percent, I didn't even fucking have the damnedest clue who I was. I had so many masks and so many personas and so many facades and so many ways of being. I was such a chameleon because that's kind of what I evolved into being. 
So I took on the shape and, and of what was around me. This is also very much the fawn characteristic that I talked about in my workshop, which was all about our, our four Fs, the fight, flight, freeze, and fawn response, like our, our, our evolutionary biology of how we evolved to stress and how we kind of adapted into who we are. So we have all these layers of our identity that at the core of it, we often don't even know who we are. So when, when someone says to, me, to you, like, you got to just be authentic, the question would be like, which version of that should I be? Who am I really? I had someone ask that question in class the other day, like, if I'm not all these things, then who am I? I said, well, that's a great question for inquiry, isn't it? If you spend the entire year with me, she's in one of my year-long programs, if you spend the entire rest of the year asking the question of who am I really, then man, you'll have had a really important, impactful year. So I want you to take this understanding that I might not even really know who I am beyond the shield and the masks and the facade and the persona. Like if I didn't have all of those things, who would I really be? That's a question to journal without the need to be safe and without the need to be funny to get approval and without the need to people please to be liked and without the need to be wearing all the makeup and the filters to be approved. Like who am I really at the core? Well, who I am really is I get to, I get to invent who I want to be. Who do I want to be? Who am I really at the core? Well, at the core, I'm whole, perfect, and complete exactly as I am. At the core, when you were a small kid, you know, you, and you wore your Superman costume and you, you did all the things, you weren't worried about what people were going to think. Not until that stuff got put onto you by your caregivers or society or your coaches or your teachers or whomever. So without the masks and without the looking good and without the perfectionism and without the, oh, what are people going to think if I, if I don't have makeup on or, or if I'm this or if I'm that or as, if you're a man, if I'm not a bravado, if I'm not, you know, stoic or if I show my emotions. And we've talked about that so much. Like, you know, there are men in my group and I, we talk so much about the importance of this work for men because the truth is that men are at risk for suicide 40% more than women. But it, this is so unreported because we're living in a time where a lot of men feel like they can't really be self-expressed and share who they really are. This happens, I think, a lot more for men than it does for women. So if you're a man listening to this podcast, I want you to know that this work is so important. You're not alone. And more now than ever, men need to actually become aware of their vulnerability and their authenticity and their emotions. And those are all things that men need to become and pro- uh, become aware of and process if not more than women, because women, it's almost like socially acceptable for women to do personal development a little bit more than men. And that's, that paradigm is shifting, but I still do want to bring awareness to this because that is the recent research that men struggle so much more in silence than women do. So this is why we have a, so this is kind of the idea of like the ideology of like why we have a hard time being authentic because it started deep in our childhood. Like you had to morph into someone or some version or some shape or some Thing. You became like a shapeshifter. If mom was mad, then you had to become this way to make mom comfortable. If dad lost his temper, you needed to do this. Like if you were the good one or the kind one or the soft one or the loud one or this, then you were safe. And then that escalated in your teenage years. And here you are, however old you are, without the damnedest clue of who you really are. So when someone tells you to be authentic, online or authentic with your people or authentic in your relationships, you're like, I don't even know what that is. So today's job for you is go sit with yourself, take a pen, a paper, 
a pad, a notebook, your phone. Go sit somewhere in nature, somewhere quiet, if you can be by a a bed of water. And ask yourself this question. Without all of the looking good or the pretending or the perfectionism, without all of the masks that I wear, if I was 100% safe to be myself, who would I be? And just go journal. If I was safe to be myself, who would I be? And just go journal. See what opens up for you. Share with us. Send me a DM. Like, just let us know what's opening up for you. This is such a powerful, this is part one, is like, who would I be if I could just be me? Because here's the thing. Your brilliance, your success, your divine birthright, your blueprint, your spiritual DNA is embedded, is encoded in that who you would be if you felt safe, who you would be if you were yourself. See, the more myself I am, the more successful I am. The more myself I am, the more at peace I am. The more myself I am, the more whole, perfect, and complete I feel. The more joy I feel, the more love I feel, the more connection I feel, the more success, the more abundance I live in, the more myself, the more myself. And I don't need to be for everybody. I'm not going to be for everyone. I mean, that would be impossible to be loved and liked and appreciated and adored. I mean, that's an addiction to need though, to feel those things. It's a, it's a sign of low self-esteem to need to feel those things from everybody. I am not for everybody, but I am for who I'm for. And the most important thing is that I'm for myself, that I can look at myself at the end of the day and say, you were you 100%. And when I wasn't me hundred percent, I own that. And I can clean that up and restore my own integrity and say, you know what? I wasn't fully myself there. I want, to, I want to be more myself there next time. You know, this is a work in progress. It's not a zero-sum game. It's an, it's an evolution for the rest of my life. So think about that idea that authenticity is the currency of the future, that people are gravitating towards authentic leadership. People are gravitating towards, like, that chick's for real. That guy's for real. Like, this person's for real. I feel that they're real. I feel that I can connect with them because they're real people. They're not these, like, fake people online that... They're one way online and they're a completely different person in the rest of their life. This does not connect us to humans. What connects us to other people is to feel that we can be in connection with someone who resonates or represents or mirrors something back that we feel deep inside of ourselves. So I love you guys. Please listen back. Share this with someone in your life who you think could use this. And I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. So listen, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And more than anything, what I really want you to know is that you can have whatever your heart desires simply because you exist. You're worthy of having it all. If you thought that today's episode was amazing, I would love for you to share and spread the love by tagging me on Instagram, sharing this episode, and making sure that you leave a five-star review. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes going forward. Have an amazing day.